Hi, welcome to uh, to this podcast, I suppose. Welcome to this podcast. Yes. That sounds like a good start. Should we introduce ourselves? Go for it. I'm Mike, uh, editor of Stuff Magazine. I'm Abbas, editor of Teabreak.com. And, and, and yes, uh, well, I think we've, we've decided to do a podcast basically just to talk about the the weekly tech trends that we see here in the Middle East. Absolutely. And I think uh, just kind of going off the record over here, we, we're not representing our, represent our no. publications over here. We just want to kind of talk openly. Yeah, I think tech. this is more just a little tete-a-tete to exactly. a bit of a chat about tech and the things that we... Two friends having a chat yeah, exactly. about tech, behind the scenes of what goes on. Right. What you don't get to read in our respective publications. In this, in this lovely room that we're in, <laughs> in an undisclosed location somewhere in downtown Dubai. Let's just make sure GPS is off. Yes. <laughs> All right, cool. excellent stuff, Mike. So we've got a few topics that we sort of want to talk about today. Um, the first one on our list is phablets and the number of big screen devices that have been coming on on the market, literally one every week. Mm. Um, we we were at the Huawei Mate 9 launch. Yeah. Right before that, there was the Motorola Z that mm. came out, um, the BlackBerry DTEC60, LG V20. Mm. We saw the Lenovo Fab 2 Pro yesterday, yeah. which is also a massive it's, device. It's interesting as well because it's like there was this kind of influx of these devices that's come out uh, in and around the time that all this stuff with Samsung and the Note and the Note Seven happened, absolutely, right? Absolutely, and it, you know, I mean, obviously these things are planned months and months and months in sure. advance, but uh, the fact that you know they coincided so closely in a gulf in the market where normally the Note Seven would be taking up a lot of the money exactly. that people would be spending on exactly. this type of phone. There's such um, a big opportunity for these yeah. guys this time around. And, and and as we both both agree, I think that the quality of all of these handsets is. is is high. It's fantastic. It's higher than it's ever been, to Absolutely. be honest. Absolutely, fantastic. Know? In fact, I think there's none of these devices mm. I can find any particular fault mm. with. I mean, yep. sure, they've got a little nick place here and there, but in general, all of yeah. them are fantastic I, I have my opinions on which I think are better than others, okay, awesome. but I mean, that's, just, that's just me yeah. personally. I think, to be, to be honest, from my side, I was super impressed by the Mate 9. I completely I agree with I was, you. It blew I me away. I completely phone. agree with yeah. you. I mean, that device has uh, literally like... You know, it, it wasn't a device I was planning mm. on using after the launch. Yeah. But you know, I keep getting back to it. Mm -hmm. Like every other day, I put my Stinson card back yeah. in it, use it for the day, and I'm and I'm liking it. Yeah. I'm actually liking it. No, and much. it's. I mean, it's that's a couple of things. It's fast as anything. Yes. The fingerprint scanner is it's incredible. It's fantastic, and how it pulls down the notification shape. Yeah. I think that's awesome too. Yeah, it's it things that like little, well thought out things that you don't often associate with Huawei as a brand doing in their phones because the, the EMUI is sometimes a little bit finicky and obviously... Sure. Uh, yeah. Personally, I switched to a Google Now launcher anyway, okay. so Did it kind of gets okay. rid of things. All right. Uh, but yeah, for review purposes, we've got to test it anyway, so right. you know, it's, it's, it's not the best skin of Android, let's say. But having said that... It's a different skin, yeah. Right, exactly. And, and having said that, it's, it, the phone itself is strong enough to get past any issues you might have with the operating system, the problems with the skin. Um, and the camera... I don't think we I, can. Yeah. You know what? Like when we tested yeah. that camera in um, in Berlin, I thought mm. it was okay. Mm. But I took it around to Global Village mm. just last week with the family, and the shots are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, dare I say this better than the iPhone Seven Plus? Oof. You know, well, I mean, I'm fighting like, words about it's, 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 <laughs> I mean, I was honestly surprised. Yeah. You know, I've I've used the portrait mode on the iPhone Seven mm -hmm. Plus. I think it's great mm -hmm. when there's plenty of light. Yes. Uh, when the light levels go down, that thing doesn't work very well. Yeah. On the Mate 9, I mean, even though we were shooting pretty much at night time, yeah. the colors... The, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's there's just, something in the, it's, in the software that they've developed and yes. in association with Leica. So, and, and we've seen this similar camera in a previous iteration of this phone, and that was okay. Right. It was still like, this is a first generation of this product. But now when they put it out on the Mate 9, they've clearly 
tweaked it. it. They, they've gone back, and it is great. And I've, I mean, I'm not a smartphone photographer kind yeah. of guy. Like, I will point and shoot, and as yeah. long as it takes a good exactly. photo, fine. And with this phone, I you put on that portrait mode or the the depth of field effect, it's and I'm like, I'm the best photographer exactly. in the world. <laughs> no, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's quite interesting how software has become a lot more important than mm -hmm. hardware. Yeah. Um, there was a column by um, Steven Sadnowski. I mean, mm -hmm. he's an ex Microsoft guy. And he was talking about the iPhone 7 Plus and basically all the computation that goes around mm -hmm. behind taking a portrait port shot. Yeah. So you kind of look at how Yeah, because it's not just one shot, they composite exactly, a bunch together. Exactly. They? I mean, you know, those two sensors are just taking a shot mm -hmm. and that's yeah. pretty much it. And, you know, you and I aren't professional photographers mm -hmm. and they're probably very crappy shot if you're looking at the raw. Sure. But what the software is sort of doing behind mm -hmm. our backs and stitching them together and, you know, creating all these effects... Yeah is what is really fascinating. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's just fantastic. Okay, and, and so here I pose, pose a question to you in regards to that then, because we've got the, the Mate 9, which has two cameras, uh -huh. and one of them is a monochrome camera, and the other one is a standard Correct. camera. And then we have the V20 on the yep. other spectrum, which has, also has two, two sensors on it. But uh, one is... Uh, a fish eye. A, yeah, a fish a wide, yeah. wide, wide angle, and one is a standard. Correct. Now, for my money, I much prefer the Mate 9 in terms of what it does, because I feel with phones like the G5 and the V20, I end up taking two photos, one with the standard lens and one with the other lens, Got and it. then deciding. And I feel like that kind of takes the, from personally, the fun out of the photography, okay. right? I want to be able to just point, click, that's the photo I take. Let's put the iPhone 7 Plus into sure. the mix as well, because sure. it's got two lenses as well, mm -hmm. and one of them at 1x and the other one yeah. at 2x zoom. Right. Um, interestingly, I've found using the 2x zoom a lot more than I thought I would. Okay. Surprisingly. Yeah. Surprisingly, I am using that quite a bit. And you find it just frames things better? Or? Um, well, I mean, so the thing is that, for example, when I went to um, the opera and there was a mm -hmm. magic show, obviously you're kind of sitting a bit far mm -hmm. and, you know, with your regular zoom, you'd probably get crappy yeah. pictures out of it but you switch to that 2x optical zoom and you've actually got good picture quality which is you know yeah, with like no degradation crappy. or exactly, anything like that exactly yeah. so I found using my, that my you know more than I thought that I would mm -hmm. uh, deciding between that and the Mate 9's camera is mm. something that's interesting yeah. I'm not sure which one I pick which one is better than the other because both of them are equally yeah. impressive and light wise and, and low light I mean, they're both exactly strong. exactly um, as a single camera the brief period of time that I had the Note 7 with mm -hmm. me, I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. No, you're one of the lucky just... lucky few out here actually had hey, a good I one. bought it. I bought it on yeah. day one. I went out and bought that. I think I think that was just a fantastic device. It's unfortunate that, mm -hmm. you know, Samsung had all those issues. Sure. Um, you know, had that been in the market, I think, um, you know, mm -hmm. it, it might have still been the best phablet in my opinion. Right. Uh, barring the Porsche design from Mate 9, which I think is pretty awesome with the curved right. screen and the 2 yeah, screen. Yeah, we had a little bit of a play on that at yeah. the event in Munich. Exactly. And, and yeah, I mean, obviously, if that's if money was no object, yes. that's probably the phone. That's probably the best one. Aside from it's got that. that camera, it's got the, you know, the battery. It's, yeah. got it's got a slightly smaller screen. 5.5 which is still fabulous yeah, territory exactly. anyway. So. Exactly. Build quality is great. Mm. It's, you know, Porsche design. I'm so. just, I, the thing is, as I was saying, I'm not sold on this sort of extra lens for... Um, for having two modes for shooting. Right. I like the idea of using the computational power of two lenses to create a better image. I agree with you. That's just pers that's personal No, I completely agree with you. Because I'm I not think... a photographer. I don't like... I don't need so many options. I just need a good photo. Look, I mean, we're at two lenses right now, mm -hmm. but in another five years, it might be four lenses yes. on your camera. You don't want to, you know, individually take a photo right. out of each of them. No, exactly. So you really need to depend on the AI to mm -hmm. sort of, you know, take the best shot for you. And then, as you mentioned, with the, with the Fab 2 Pro... The one we yeah, yesterday for yeah. the, the <laughs> Lenovo phone. Um, that one is not just 
the camera on it, but a, a series of other sensors Correct. as well. Correct, there's a depth sensor on um, it. And, uh, which is, again, a, I guess a different kettle of fish, but you're kind of yeah. getting into, the, into that area. We also forgot to mention there was a new Sony phone. Which is also in fabulous territory. The the XZ. The XZ is what five point two or something along those lines. No, I think it's five point two. Oh my bad. I think Sorry. So. The X uh, XA Ultra. That's yes, the big that's one. Yes, that's right. Yes. That's a big but one. But I don't think it's a it's process. It's quite yeah exactly. It's not necessarily to that level. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean again, lots and lots of um, mm. new talk. The HTC the. Uh, 10 mm-hmm. Evo that we got yesterday as well. Yeah, sadly, as I was saying, just before we started this podcast, I haven't <laughs> actually managed to, to get the thing to work because my two-step Google verification is, is bringing oh, me down. But uh, you, you said you've had a bit I've, of a I've played around with some using it for the last 24 hours. Okay. I set it up and stuff. Now, interestingly, when I took it out of the box, mm. you know, I was like, the design is beautiful. It's, mm-hmm. it's gorgeous. Yeah, they've got rid of that hump, which made a Flat little bit... Flat back, yeah, exactly. Kind of iPhone-y. Kind of like, yeah. they had the A9, if you remember correctly, from yeah, last yeah. year. Yeah, which was which very iphone exactly like yeah. the iPhone, yeah, so yeah. they've pretty much taken the back of that and stuck the front of the HTC cool. 10 on there. Uh, so I thought it looked really, really nice, and um, the camera samples that we saw yesterday mm-hmm. were quite nice. So I was yes. excited to kind of test that out. Yeah, they're very. I mean, it's always a little bit tough to tell at these things. Exactly. But you want to take them at their word, and if you can Absolutely. get the conditions right, then why not? Right? Absolutely. But I mean, in the first twenty-four hours, there are a couple of things that I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Is that the Snapdragon eight ten that they've used? Mm-hmm. It does get. It warm. shows its colors. Yes, yeah. it gets warm. If, and I even noticed that on the setup process. Yeah, exactly, it gets warm and it's not as fast as the A twenty that we've seen in all the other Correct. Android 7.0 running tablets that we've tested lately. Yeah. So you'll notice that it's going to skip that occasional frame. You know, scrolling down the list, stuff like that. You'll and notice that, a stutter. That's what I find interesting about that is, is I think you asked at at the 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 demo that why they went with that and they were a little bit cagey as to as yeah, the I mean exactly. I guess they can't say but we could speculate and I can imagine that it's something to do with keeping the cost down like that must that must be one of the reasons sure but I mean when you look at the Mate 9 which is a 5.9 yeah. inch screen you know it's like a yeah. camera setup and that's selling for 2300 yes and, but 2, I feel that always that Huawei tend to position their phones to sell at a loss so they can get better traction on the market and right. I think that HTC maybe business wise is a very Doesn't different make strategy it. makes sense um, but having said that, because they didn't reveal a price for the HTC 10. No, they didn't reveal exact price, and but they said around nineteen ninety. Yeah, and I, I, from what I've seen from overseas, it seems to be that's the price that's that it's price. kind of angling for. Got it. Um, which would be smart for them, I think, for that phone. I See, mean, I, on paper, it looks like it could be good because it's better than the HTC 10. And the HTC sure. 10 was a, was a good phone. Well, HTC 10 was a good phone, but it yeah. had the A20 in it. So yeah. I mean, they've kind of gone back ah, on this with, the, true. with that. So I... I don't know, you know, and the second thing I found was um, the camera is a tad bit slow to launch. It okay. takes almost three seconds for the mm. camera to come on for you to take a picture. Yeah, and that, that's which is, right there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah which is, yeah. I mean, especially after having used the uh, Mate 9 mm-hmm. as well as the Galaxy S7, you know, mm-hmm. which is also something else that um, they're going to have a hard time competing with because uh, they're pricing it at nineteen ninety nine, mm-hmm. but you can get the S7 Edge for around that much that's as true. well now. So, yeah. I mean, would you rather just... And that's funny because, as you said, great phones have just come out in the last two months, right? Yeah. The S7 is still probably up there and exactly. better than all of them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Came out of what February. And now March. it's cheaper. Like, it's much cheaper yeah. now. So mm-hmm. I think that's something that these yeah, phones you can walk into to. a car for yeah. or, a, or an electronics retailer and pick one up for half the price it was when it exactly. launched in March. And why would you know? To be honestly, for my money, why wouldn't you? Exactly. Because it is a good fantastic phone. phone yeah. Great camera. And the, great the Edge is a beautiful yeah. phone. I agree. And all these. I mean, you know, we. I think. I. I was funny at the beginning of this year. I felt that we had stagnated, in the smartphone market. And 
I was proven completely wrong because it, right. it is interesting. Like there is really good things happening in the mid range. Sure. With things like the Honor Eight, sure, which absolutely, yeah. Which you and I have talked about True. previously before, and there's good things happening at the high end. Right. Even with Samsung out yes. of the picture, where normally you'd get to this part of the year and it's just the Note. Exactly. Yes. And the Mate Eight came out last year, which was a okay phone. Yeah. Um, but there wasn't much to write home about, and now I think everybody's pulling it out of the park. Absolutely, and I think next year is going to be a tremendous uh, year mm -hmm. for smartphones. I yeah. think it's just going to be fantastic. Uh, Samsung, obviously, coming from the Note 7 fiasco, they are going to pull everything they have behind yep. the S8, you know, the, mm -hmm. and I think it's just going to blow yeah. up, you know, it's going to be fantastic. They bought Viv as well, which is, right, uh, which the, is the, yeah, the voice series. assistant, right? Yeah. Exactly. So I think that's great. So yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to the S8. I, yeah, because, I, well, now that Google have the Pixel, right. they which I think again yeah. is going to be fantastic next mm -hmm. year I think Pixel yeah, this year yeah version 2 will be, exactly. will be better exactly yeah. a good first phone but uh, I was reading an article where they said that they literally had 10 months really... to design the entire phone and get it to the market yeah. so obviously time constraints didn't allow them to sort of build the phone that they Fair. wanted to but I'm guessing the next version that comes out especially with speculation that the next iPhone is going to be like a game changer mm -hmm. as well uh, and then you look at the Xiaomi Mi Mix that yeah, came which out is already looks which fantastic. is yeah. unbelievable so I yeah. think next year is going to be a phenomenal year yeah and I think I mean Google positioning themselves to to get into that fight that hardware yeah. fight with all the ecosystem stuff that they've done i mean what's interesting as well as the bet that you can make if you purchase a google phone is that you will get updates yes. to your operating system Absolutely. which is the problem with android exactly. you're almost obliged to update your phone every year exactly. if you want to exactly want to not just that but i think google sort of understands that they're competing against the iphone mm -hmm. so just uh, i think today i was reading on one of the websites they've released an update for it which adds two features to it yes the tap to wake up mm -hmm. and then lift to wake up just like which is great which you don't often find happens does these phones because just doesn't. technically exactly. you could, every every phone has a gyroscope pretty much you could give Absolutely. that feature to your Absolutely. to your consumers and Absolutely. google like yeah. Yeah, have it exactly yeah. so i think google also stepping up which mm. is so we didn't mention google um, mm. pixel as a ta as a phablet because unfortunately we don't go <laughs> exactly it's not officially launched yes. in the region i don't think it's going to be coming here this no. year hopefully next year yes. Uh, interestingly, HTC is going to be servicing it in India. Okay. So, you know. So maybe there yeah. is some kind of. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? My only concern is why didn't they make a DualSim version of it? Mm -hmm. If they had made a DualSim version of it, I would have bought it. Well, is do we know if the Indian version it is, it, is a DualSim? Okay. Yeah, it right. doesn't. Which doesn't which make is, sense. Cause which is odd because that exactly, market is yes. even more so than here. It was exactly. prone to DualSim. Exactly. So that mm. would have been the one feature I would mm. have, you know, sort of done that. Yeah, we'll see. Great. So let's wrap up. I think that about wraps. So basically, <laughs> conclusion, yeah, there are a lot of phablets and they're all pretty good at this point. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Sure. Here. Which one was your favorite one out of everyone? If you had to, you know. I have to one. say, I mean, unequivocally, at this point I haven't played around with the with the 10 Evo, with the HTC 10 Evo okay. yet, but out of the ones that I have, I would say the Huawei Mate 9. Yeah, I agree down. with you. I think I'm, Mate 9 is... I'm currently on a quest to find my perfect Android phone. Right. And... And since that's the one that's got as close as possible, I get. I haven't I, tried I the Pixel. I kind of secretly think that that might be the one. I, I think so. So but, I wish yeah. they had yeah. the DualSense. That would have been. But I can't. I can't phone. just quite justify splashing <laughs> gray market prices to get it. So, uh, but so far the Mate Nine has uh, blown me away, and yes. it's you know. I mean, I enjoy Huawei's phones. I always have, but this one is up there with. I completely. As far as between the iPhone and Samsung's. I completely. It's quite funny. I think uh, two or three years back, I or maybe even as early as uh, the start of this year. Mm. You know, if uh, you would have asked me if I'd ever switch my primary phone away from an iPhone, mm. I would have said, hell no, no. you know? Yeah. Um, but after playing around with the Note 7, with the Mate 9, you know, I, I, I think I can yeah. next to my... It's, it's uh, there, Unless man. Apple sort of does yeah, something... Nougat is incredible. nice as well. Yeah. Um, and, 
yeah, we're getting to the point where it's, it's you know, being able to get out of the ecosystem. Again, apps are a problem. Yeah. There's a couple of oh, very yes. key apps I have oh, on yes. my iPhone that unfortunately I yes. can't live without. I agree. But I found workarounds and things like that. No, absolutely. And, I, I completely agree. And messaging is a mess on, uh, on Android. But that's, that's I, I hope they release iMessage on Android. Yeah. I don't know if they will, but, no. you know, it'd be kind of nice if yeah. they did. I'm sure yeah. that's another another story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, okay, so here we go. You told me a little story before we started recording about uh-huh. um, our next topic, which is basically the difference between uh, Apple and, I guess, the PC worlds sure. uh, work into touch-based PCs mm-hmm. or touch-based laptops. Mm-hmm. So recently you've... Um, acquired a, a new uh, laptop right. machine, so primary machine. Let me just kind of throw a little bit yes. light into this. So, I mean, when Apple announced a new MacBook Pro with the touch bar, mm. I was like, you know what, i got to get me one of these. Mm. And um, the MacBook that I have, the 12-inch version, which you got me on one of your yes. trips. A My couple jaunts of across the ocean. <laughs> exactly, which had served me quite well. I mean, mm. I never thought it would last me about a year and a half. Yeah, and it's it okay. Mine's starting to chug now, yeah. unfortunately, yeah, but that's exactly. just first-gen hardware, isn't it? Exactly. So I put that up on sale, you know, thinking that, you know, the next two to three weeks by the time it gets sold off well i'll you know just go ahead and get the new macbook pro surprisingly it went the very next day i listed it which i think is one of the advantages of owning apple hardware you know they're generally pretty good for resale value so sold that and uh, the macbook pros aren't shipping until Mm mid-december which gave me about a month so i was like what do i do with that laptop i can't do a chunk chunk of time isn't it exactly so i found this used um, surface book on Mm dubas as well Fantastic condition. I mean, you know, like as good as new. And uh, top of the line specs. i7, 16 gigs of RAM, 512 gig SSD, you know, the works kind of stuff. Um, And I've been using that for the last uh, week. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought I'd use it for a week or two and then just sort of list Mm -hmm. it back. Just as a curiosity. Exactly. I kind of like to see what's happening in the Windows world. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know what? Surprisingly, I'm liking it. And I think one of the primary reasons is that almost all the time I'm in Chrome. Okay. It doesn't matter if it's Mac or if it's Windows. So you have the world's most expensive Chromebook. I probably have the world's most expensive. That's not the Pixel C, but yes. (laughs) But I mean, you know, with apps almost living inside your Mm -hmm. browser... So you do a lot of work. Do you do a lot of work on Google Docs as well? Everything. So we're we're completely Google Docs. You know, you use Slack and that's on Mm -hmm. the browser as well. WhatsApp's got a browser session as Mm -hmm. well. Um, So... You know, you're browsing, obviously, your websites and stuff like that. Yeah. Your newsreaders, everything is web-based. So in a world where almost everything is web-based, mm-hmm. uh, does your OS or does your machine really mm-hmm. make much of a difference? Well, this is know? it. I mean, and, and I, I found that, like, going back to smartphones for a second, is the transfer from iOS to Android is actually a lot easier than it definitely used to be. And we switch phones all the sure. time for review. Yep. I've now, you know, you have to set up a certain profile that you can easily switch over in half an hour. Oh, totally. I know you slightly different because you start fresh every time you get I a new do. phone. I love that. <laughs> I just put in my Google ID yep. and everything comes. Yes, but this is it. Apple, so yeah. I, you're, you're finding the same experience having moved over from a, from a MacBook to, yeah. to the service book. It's all done through, exactly. through your Google account. Exactly. Which is, which is great. And which that's really how it should be. Yeah. You should be able to jump between these machines particularly if now they're becoming ever more sort of consumable like well consumer like a throwaway consumer products right that's kind of how they're positioning these things pretty much so um uh, so, which leads me to my next point. You mentioned that obviously the Surface Book is touch. Correct. And are you finding that you're using that functionality? So it was. Um, it's quite interesting because the Surface Book obviously the top detaches, yes. and then you can use it as a tablet. Mm. So, believe it or not, I haven't picked up my iPad since I've gotten the Surface Book <laughs> okay. uh, because I just kind of popped the screen out mm. 
and then just kind of carry on, yeah, yeah. you know, doing whatever I'm doing. So I think that's pretty awesome. Does it come with a stylus as well? It does. It does, right? it does come with a stylus as well. So that's already yeah. included in it as well. Okay. And I haven't used a stylus much. I'm not much of a stylus person. Yeah, it's there it's... if you want it. But honestly, I haven't really used it. Um, but just the fact that, you know, when you're sort of um, in bed and you sort of want to just, you know, pick up that mm -hmm. stuff and browsing the web or looking through photos and stuff like that, um, I think it's it's doing a pretty good job. And I kind of enjoy using that touch aspect. Which, it's it's funny know. with with tablets and, and that kind of device because they are so different to smartphones where we actually originally thought, what well, it's just a big phone, right? Exactly. When the iPad came yes. out. But we use them yes. in such a different way, totally. whereas totally. phones are so app-based. Yep. Whereas a tablet, it's all again browser based, browser -based or you're watching Netflix, based. which you can get on any exactly. system anywhere. There's not you're not tied really down to a particular exactly. system. Yeah. Which is why generally when, when we're looking at um uh, an Android tablets, I, I don't find so hard to give them decent scores and things like that because they're the 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 experience is easily translatable and I you can recommend uh, an Apple tablet just as easily as you can recommend an Android tablet and not really have much of a loss there, right? I, I don't know. I'm no. not sure if I'm going to agree with you on that. I mean, specs-wise, <laughs> depending on the specs. Not not just the specs yeah. as well, but I think my biggest issue with... Um, so maybe it's it's uh, it's the way we sort of use things a little differently. Mm -hmm. You mentioned apps, obviously, mm -hmm. on the smartphone. The problem with um, the Android tablets that I've played with is that the apps they do have mm -hmm. for them are generally just blown-up versions of sure. the smartphone version. Yeah. They haven't taken the effort to design a tablet version. Mm -hmm. Facebook, for yeah, example, for example, you know, just right. take that... Um, there are plenty of other apps that mm -hmm. are much better optimized for the iPad yeah. versus an Android tablet, I think. This is true. And so, I guess that comes down to yeah. penetration and, and the market exactly. and things like that. Absolutely. But, yeah. Obviously, Apple has that pull that, you know, yeah. one iPad whereas on Android. You've got, like, Which is probably why you don't see a lot of Android tablets around anymore, <laughs> to be honest. Um, so in, in that case, then Windows, obviously, it's running full fat Windows. It is. Um, it so is. the experience there, I guess, is, is a little bit different in terms of just picking up an iPad or... A, oh, totally, Android totally. Tablet. I don't think it's touch optimized mm -hmm. yet. So, I mean, yeah. Yes, there are a few things that the iPad will definitely do better. And yeah. In fact, quite a few things. But um, I mean, I've just found that my use for the iPad is either watching Netflix mm -hmm. or browsing through photos mm -hmm. or browsing through websites. Yeah. And for me, those three activities are equally mm -hmm. impressive on, on, on the Windows Surface, um, Surface Book. So. Cool. And then so the touch element of the screen, are you using that primarily as a tablet device or when you're sitting down there with it attached to the keyboard, right. so are I you mean, then poking at a screen? Not so much. Right. Not so much. Occasionally, mm -hmm. yes, there might be a dialogue button mm -hmm. that I just want to click OK to yeah. uh, because it's just you know moving your hand to the mouse yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, I think that is faster, but it's not to the extent where I'm always sort of reaching out for the screen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, which is, I guess, the, the impetus behind this uh, touch, the touch bar, bar in, exactly. in the new MacBooks. So, um, I mean, maybe if, do you want to talk a little bit about what the touch bar is? Sure. So, I mean, what Apple's done is mm -hmm. they've removed the function keys, which are generally on top of your QWERTY keys mm -hmm. or numeric keys, actually. Yeah. And they've replaced it with a touch screen, the equivalent of an iPhone, I guess. It's, yeah, a it's like an OLED. Screen. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And uh, it basically changes based on what application mm -hmm. you're using. So, it presents you shortcuts for that application for whatever you're in. Um, Good concept. Mm -hmm. I think it's a pretty good. I haven't used it personally, so I can't yeah. really talk much about how I feel about it. But I think on paper it sounds interesting. Yeah. It, it could. I've, I've got this kind of like feeling because we occasionally with the we put together lists of weird stuff Apple has done over the years, right. and I always wonder if this is going to be one of those things that falls into that list ah. where we'll be here two years from now having this chat. And go, remember that time that Apple made that OLED bar across the top of a Mac? Um, 
I don't I don't necessarily think it will go that way. Right. But it has the potential to. I think okay. the the interesting thing will be is third party support is obviously yes, massive. That, that's all. And and more importantly than just support is whether it's done correctly. Correct. You know, I, I think it, the impetus is on Apple. Uh, to to be really stringent with developers and show them yes, how to do absolutely. it. Absolutely, it's I think kind of like three um, D touch on the yeah. iPhone. When it came out, it was very yeah. you know I didn't yeah. really use it, but with iOS ten, it's getting released, better. Sure, with iOS ten specifically because they've released widgets now that you yes, can actually three D touch. Well, and now they're kind of almost forcing you to use it. I think. Exactly. Like if you, you want to reply to anything on a lock screen, yes, you, have you have to, to do that. Yeah. Absolutely, and I think that works it's quite well. Fun. I like it. Yeah. I kind of like it how that yeah. works. So it's absolutely it's completely up to Apple mm-hmm. to sort of encourage developers to make you know apps for uh, mm. for the touch bar um, you're right let's see how it goes I, yeah. I don't know if it's going to go well, and, and then back to Microsoft conversely there's a Surface Studio this sort of third input oh, mechanism yes, absolutely with touch with this uh, with this wheel the that wheel thing yeah. that looks amazing yeah, that looks super dope that looks fantastic like I kind of want one even though I don't need one of those computers exactly, at all I, absolutely but, but like yeah, to, I could be a graphic one. designer <laughs> or an artist um, but like I, it's it's so funny that that Microsoft is it's almost like the my, if you remember back when Microsoft sort of showed a video of the Surface table that they'd released yes. um, years and years ago, and it was like a big coffee sure. table that you could then play like Settlers of Catan yep. on and do other like really cool things. And they've kind of like taken that and been like, yeah, we are, are indeed that. Nobody's going to pay money for this, but let's make it into smaller things. And the Surface right. Line came out. Exactly. And look, this seems like almost a logical extension of that. No, to, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's very cool looking from the videos that we've seen. For sure. Um, I, I love that Microsoft is sort of positioning them in this themselves in this place where previously Apple was kind of known as, as a sort of four I, creatives, yes. this kind of thing. I mean, maybe this is a chat for another time, but just the fact that, you know, there's the pro aspect of the MacBook Pro is perhaps more just more a marketing term now than an actual... I think so. I think so. It's targeted more towards the everyday user versus mm. the professional user. I know yeah. that a lot of uh, a lot of com- people in the professional industry have sort of voiced their concerns mm-hmm. about um, uh, whether it's a lack of power or the ports, you yeah. know, with the four Type-C ports, which I don't have any issues with mm-hmm. because I was living with the MacBook. Yeah, which, you know, found out I didn't need ports. Exactly, exactly. Occasionally. I think that's just overblown. But, yeah. uh, you know, people do have equipment that mm-hmm. they've spent a lot of money on. Yeah. Um, you just need to go buy out a new don- a dongle for yeah, that. Yeah, and, you know? and the laptop lives in a bag, which you can easily put a dongle exactly. into, right? So, exactly. So I think that should be... Yeah. There is one particular concern I have with the Surface book, mm. and I don't know why Microsoft hasn't sorted that sorted that out yet, is that um, it doesn't always go to sleep when you turn, turn the lip okay. off. Um, and I found this in the last uh, week or 10 days that I've used, it's happened about four or five times. Right. Um, in fact, it happened... That must be, I mean, that must be a Windows thing. I guess so. I, I honestly don't know because, I mean, like today in the morning when I woke up, I put it for charge, I closed the lid, you know, went to sleep. In the morning, woke up and the unit was very mm. hot. Obviously, it was running all night long and yeah. I turned it on, you know. It was just, same thing happened when I left work. I, you know, put it in a bag, came back home after an hour, turned it mm. on. Again, very hot. Obviously, it was just running all the time. Yeah, so, little things here and there that uh, yeah. I thought they would have sorted because the Levis book's been out yeah, it's been almost out for, a year now. Yeah, right. Exactly. Almost a year. But uh, there are a few issues that hmm. hopefully they get to. Yeah, it's a, such a that's again uh, another sort of argument for for Mac OS over over Windows is that you have so many composite components that go into sure. it and drivers and things and what's the what graphics card is the Surface it's running? got the 860 NVIDIA okay. I think it's yeah. the eight, it's a custom right. version of 860 yeah, or something sure. like that but yeah. again it's Microsoft you're right, right? Yeah. so it shouldn't be the case uh, yeah. it's kind of like it's their yeah, if, it's, if anybody's going to get it right yes, it's them it's them right? and Funny. if they're having trouble doing that then mm. you know can't blame the rest of the guys so on a scale of uh, 1 to I, 1 being great and 10 being 
super great how mm-hmm. much are you enjoying the surface book I'd say I'd probably give it a seven. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I, I'm not sure if I'm totally sold on it, but it's, I'm not sort of, previously, whenever I switched to Windows, I can't wait to get back to the Mac. Yeah. You might not, That's not re- you're saying you might not resell it once the Mac comes back. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, who exactly. Knows? Who knows? I'm going to yeah. play with it for the next month or so. Cool. And then, you know, sort of decide. The only thing that sort of still pulls me towards the Mac is that, uh, I've purchased Final Cut Pro X on the Mac, uh, okay. and I've got Pixelmator mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So if I want to do that for Windows, I'm going to have to purchase. Uh, I'm, I'm just yeah, exactly. I'm not into the whole. Um, I, I don't buy the Adobe subscription model for Photoshop no. and um, Premiere. No, I just so don't. I just don't. I think that yeah. they're just ripping people off. Um, yeah, I mean we have yeah. that at the office, so but that's yeah. the office. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't think I'd do it personally. You know, yeah, yeah. exactly. Moving away from touch interfaces to. Uh, Things that go into your ears. Um, prior to just just before we started recording, I rushed over from a, from a briefing with Sony that I think you did earlier today. That's right. Uh, yeah. For their new noise cancelling headphones, uh, wireless noise cancelling headphones. I'm going to get this right. It's the MDR 1000X. That's apparently uh, what it is. Yet another fantastically named product. <laughs> Although having said now. that, I the previous models that they had, you saw okay. this H dot ear on, right? Yes. Which was even yes. so they tried to go for a name, and those were even worse. So. Uh, Naming-wise, I actually quite like the headphones. Um, but yes, yeah, so... So hang on, before we get started on this, I just kind of want to get your thoughts quickly on yesterday's HTC briefing where they have had those earphones with sort of plug into your ear mm-hmm. and then the software analyzes your audio levels. Right. I've... I've well, again, because I haven't, unfortunately, had the chance. I couldn't get the phone right. working. I couldn't try them, but... Did you try them yesterday at the event? I, I briefly... Not, no, okay. I didn't set them up. I just put... Because someone else had sitting next to me sort of calibrated for his ears. Got it. <laughs> But which just kind of defeats the points. But I do have some some things to say about right. that. I mean, I've previously purchased something off Kickstarter, which was I will go nameless, was a little uh, DAC that offered the same sort of capabilities where you okay. could plug any headphones into your ears through this DAC, and then it would sculpt the sound okay. based on your hearing frequency mm-hmm. ranges. So it would play a test tone, and you would kind of uh, dictate on the app. Uh, with a slider and go further and further down until you couldn't hear or you could barely okay. hear the tone. And right. it would shape and mold the sound to each individual ear to try and improve the auditory experience. It was terrible. Uh, like you could A, B after and it just did not work. <laughs> I was like, this sounds awful. Okay. And I know personally uh, I'm, uh, from, I play in a band and do things. So I know that I have certain frequencies that my hearing shot. So which sure. in theory, something like this would be great because you can then tailor and hopefully but maybe it's my particular ears. I'm very bad in like the two two kilohertz frequency, okay. that kind of thing. Um, in my right ear, I, nothing happens there. Um, so unfortunately, it didn't work. I it was very unclear with HTC. They were very cagey when we asked them about this. If it was sort of the same thing, it just seemed to see you. You actually tried it. I did. And I was did. it just a matter of pressing a button and then it did it all automatically? Pretty much. Or? So I mean, it right. sort of just sends some waves into your okay. ear canals and then it sort of measures them. Whatever it is, I'm yeah. not sure what it works. But I don't think it works very well because mm-hmm. when I got home yesterday and I set up my review mm-hmm. unit and I plugged those in, uh, went through the whole setup phase product and played some music. Sounded fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you know. But uh, when I'm actually looking at the levels that it measured, mm-hmm. um, it was interesting how it measured both the ears at almost the exact same graph. There was a okay. very slight difference. Yeah, yeah. And I know that I hear better from one ear than yeah. the other. So there's definitely, that's not working yeah, you know, it's, how it's supposed to. It's funny because obviously in that sense, it's it's different. Maybe it's different to the one that I tried because that one, you're actively telling it which frequencies you can't hear. Yes. Whereas this is literally just exactly. pinging sound off the inside of your ear canal. Yeah. So it's working mainly based on shape and I guess distance. 
right? Because it's literally like sonar. Exactly. It's like sonar. Exactly, yeah. Um, again, I, I'm interested to try it because sure. I'm a bit of an audio nerd and I, 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 on a perpetual quest to find the perfect <laughs> headphones, even though I probably already have, I just love headphones. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I'm disappointed to hear you say that, that it wasn't good. It's, yeah. Because, it uh, you know, I mean, one thing that's nice about HTC is that they do often strive to have good audio products I think so with their well. phone they really yes. like to pride themselves on Absolutely. having the a good sound with those front facing stereo sound yeah, speakers which they yeah. unfortunately got rid of yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but now they're trying on this high res audio high-res thing audio. Um, exactly. which I guess yeah then leads us on to these Sony headphones yeah. um, so so you're the you know audio expert on right. your side so I don't want to hear what you have to say about well I, I had a bit of a play with these originally when they were announced at IFA um, and, and walked away impressed okay. uh, I uh, I'm an owner of the of the Bose QC uh, 35s, which uh, I've, I've told the story often, but we got those in for review, and then the moment that I was done reviewing, I went out and purchased them. because It's, it's interesting because Nick from our office did mm, exactly yeah. the same thing. And it, it's been a while since I've had a... I've, I also own the QC 25s, uh, okay. which was the previous model, which I thought were awesome as well. They uh-huh. were my standard go-to flight headphones, uh, because the noise can the act of noise cancelling that Bose do, which they have patents out that nobody can copy and it's proprietary to them, is fantastic. You okay. turn it on and you're in a vacuum essentially. Um, I turn them on when I'm on a flight and just use them to sleep. Like I don't even listen to anything. It's just okay. literally to shut off the airplane noise. Okay. I listen to stuff as well, but sure. I keep them on. Um, and so when I went was at Efer and I and they announced these and I was like, well, I definitely got to go check those out. Um, and I went to the booth and put them on, and it was, you know, these conventions, as you know, about are noisy. Yes. There's all sorts of chaos going around. I put them on, the, the, the gentleman turned them on for me, and boom, everything was silent. Mm-hmm. Um, I was playing some kind of Adele song, which is not really my jam. But number one, the noise cancer was, was pretty much no perfect. I mean, it, you know, because of the noise, you could hear mm-hmm. stuff going on outside, but nowhere near to the level that you would with a regular pair of headphones. Okay. Um, obviously, I didn't have my Bose to AB. But um, it was it was pretty strength. Um, so then at the at the uh, at the briefing today, I think a lot of that was kind of was kind of enforced. You know, having a little bit of extra time there, the gentleman explaining how they all worked. What I didn't know when we first went um, was that they have this sort of uh, cupping mode that you can have, right. where if you put your hand over your right ear, it basically dims the music behind you, and then uh, it turns off the noise cancellation so then the microphone that they use for the noise cancellation can let you hear uh, frequency of people exactly. chatting or the, the world around you I think it's a, it's a really cool I, 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 I reticent to call it a gimmick but I think it's a cool feature I like it I think yeah. that's a very good it's feature. smart it's yeah. smart because I mean having used a lot of noise cancelling headphones you end up having to turn the music off pause it Absolutely, or switch yeah. the headphones off yes. or take them off your head this gives you an option to just quickly yes. have a bit of a listen and make a judgment call on whether you want to take them off Absolutely um, did, I would have liked if they paused the music or you know the yeah. podcast or whatever that you were listening to Correct that, that's um, I suppose the downside I mean yeah. maybe you could, I don't know if through the app you can uh, maybe make that, update make the, that decision yeah, I'll have absolutely. to check I, Full disclosure there's still our review unit is still boxed so I haven't had a chance. Yeah. Um, what what I what I wanted to ask you actually about them was that so they a b two different modes. There was one with sort of uh, ambient vo- voice, yeah, and ambient, ambient and, and just ambient yeah. normal. Um, do you think that's necessary? I don't think so. No, I, I, right. I don't think so. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, I think they are sort of just looking for a reason to differentiate themselves. Mm-hmm. That's probably just another feature that they wanted I to take so. off the list. Yeah. Um, I I've, I've 
I used them for about half an hour or so mm-hmm. when I got to the office, and um, they sound pretty good. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, of all the headphones that I've tested in the past year or so, my favorite's been the Sennheiser Momentum 2.0 cool. wireless. Yeah. I thought they were just fantastic. Yeah, I traveled pair, with them. Pair. Very, very, very good pair. And I think one of the best things I liked about those was most of the other earphones, they tend to, I don't know, make my ears hot after mm-hmm. half an hour to mm-hmm. an hour worth of listening. Those were good those were great. Yeah. And they're, they're they're over ears, not on ears, right? Yeah. So exactly. Um, let's see how the Sony does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a bit disappointed that in that first half hour that I listened to it, uh, over Bluetooth from my iPhone 7, the music kind of... It skipped a couple of times. I mean, it just kind of went blank and came yeah, back which up. Which is, that's, you know, that's kind is, of the worst thing that can happen yeah, in these you, situations. Exactly. You don't, you don't expect that. Yeah, which, conversely, with the Bose, I've never had this issue. That, so. so, I was, yeah, I was asking Nick from our office as well, because he's got those Bose mm. as well. He's like, no, I've been using them for, like, a few months, and I've never had that issue. Yeah, they're very uh, Again, could just be a firmware update. I, I don't mm. know. I mean, you know, it's too early to tell. It's just the first half hour or so. Yeah. To tell. Yeah, it's... I, what, I, what I quite liked, again, I haven't fully tested it but from the music that they were playing through they threw a little walkman one of the new right. high-res walkmans i w- what i appreciate about sony is that they they obviously have been an audio company for a of very course. long time so the tech is always there right and it didn't sound like and on other on other um headphones you sometimes get a lot of sort of uh coloration in the sound people like to push the bass up okay or the, yeah yeah <laughs> um which to be fair from, from my understanding i haven't tried the new beats but i believe since apple's come on board they've been a little bit better oh, okay, about okay. things but um they only work with the iphone 7 now yeah it's harsh man it's harsh <laughs> what about the rest of us we pay you money um but generally with Sony, um, their, their sort of frequency response curve tends to be fairly flat. It kind of starts a little bit bassy right at the end and then kind of goes flat okay. and gets a little bit higher at the end. And these seem to be like that. Again, I have a list of tracks that we test that make sure that everything mm-hmm. is, is kosher. But um, at first glance, it sounded like it, it was good. You okay. Know? I right. think as well you're fine with noise cancelling. Um, noise cancelling headphones as well as wireless headphones is signal degradation compared to regular things with wires. Um, it's right. just something that people don't often talk about and it's it is getting better but it's still not quite there okay these these MDR1000X <laughs> are running sorry I had to check that um, have a APTX Bluetooth 4.1 okay so it's the the, the newest version Blades of it which is faster okay. which is sad that you were getting those dropouts I, I don't know but I mean maybe yeah. it's a, as you said it's probably a firmware it's interesting upgrade. how you mentioned that that uh, I'm guessing as an, from a, speaking from, I'm not an audiophile, so I really can't comment much on sure. it, but I'm assuming, you know, you'd probably want music in its most pure form. Exactly. Uh, just kind of relating that to um, the screens on phones, where mm-hmm. AMOLED tends to pop colors out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's obviously not the exact visual representation of real world. Mm-hmm. But it looks so good. Right. So, I mean, on the music side, do mm-hmm. you think just kind of pumping that Bass or treble levels up. It's it's personal preference, isn't it? Because for me, I you know you want to try and get it as as close to the way that the artist recorded it and and decide. They said this is what I wanted to sound like. However, you know, I mean, if you've got a flat frequency response and you listen to dance music, it can sound like it doesn't have any bass to it, any Mm. thump, and that's what people want out of dance music is you want a lot of bass. So it is, you know, uh, each to to their own. That's just my personal thing. I prefer a little bit more natural, but it's also based on the type of music I listen to. Okay, fair enough. Um, enough. Yeah, Uh, but as I said, these so far, 
in the very limited time I've had with them sound eh, promising. Um, I, I like wireless headphones. I'm becoming more and more uh, pro them. Uh, I know that's blasphemy to say <laughs> because uh, there's signal degradation, but again, it's like convenience, I think, will, at the end of the day for consumers, will trump everything, Absolutely. and if you can get it right. No, I think, yeah, wireless is definitely the way forward. Yeah. Um, just having said that again, going quickly back to HTC, hmm. they gave us a pair of those earphones. It, yeah, the, it's a JBL, the JBL ones, ones, yes. Uh, have you had a chance? Well, no, because they're uh, USB-C, and I, right. I'm back on my iPhone, and I couldn't get the HTC phone to work. This is going to be such an interesting thing, I mean, yeah. now that you've got the USB Type-C, you've got Lightning, mm. you've got, yes. you know, it's, it's a how do you sort of... So I think same thing happened to me when I just drove to the office in the morning. Mm. My car has Bluetooth, but only for phone calls. Okay. Doesn't do streaming, audio right. streaming on it. And uh, with the, so I, I use a 3.5 mm to basically mm-hmm. connect it to the stereo. And uh, so you're using that dongle that they gave. Yeah. So uh, that's the thing. Is there a dongle in there? Because I, I know in the, no, the there phone isn't. there no. isn't. Uh, no. But the iPhone 7, I did get a dongle. Correct. So I can connect. In that fact, they were very at the briefing yesterday. They were very. Uh, quick to say that there was no dongle included. Right. So, I mean, it. I literally couldn't listen to the HTC music no. on my phone yeah. today. Which is one of the big USPs of the, uh, of the of the device, right? Like that, you know, they're selling on how good the audio is on it and mm. you're unable to use it outside of the bundled headphones. Exactly. Because so. at the moment, from my money, there are very few uh, uh, USB-C headphones on the market. I mean, there are those JBL ones. Yep. And the ones that come in the box with... Yeah, uh, pretty much so. And, exactly. Uh, and the Motorola, the Moto yes. Z came with a pair as the well, Moto- didn't it? Uh, did it? The Moto Z has a 3.5 mm. No, no. Yes, they do. They, it comes with a dongle for... Oh, uh, yes. No, you're right. HP you're right. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. So, my bad. But again, that begs the question, did we really need to get rid of 3.5? No. Uh, it's tough because eventually, like all things, it'll, we, you know, if we want thinner, better devices, like more economic devices then yes okay and i think in maybe two three years we'll look back and be like yeah okay now we just don't have headphone jacks anymore and everything's wireless but my issue is is that probably the technology isn't quite there for it to be okay okay um maybe with the iphone it's different they've got that additional chip in the machine right that that that, yeah the w1 that helps with with the pairing of Mm -hmm. a bluetooth or or just their headphones but anyway hopefully all other sure uh similarly you know made for iphone headphones Um, but it's again this is probably another another chat for another day but one thing to look at is is uh, is Apple pushing the industry to places where it shouldn't really be going that's a good question you know that's a good question because just because Apple is getting rid of the headphone yes. jack doesn't mean that everybody, everybody else, else should but everybody else will yes they will because but this is what I find baffling. I mean, mm. Apple went on and on about, you know, getting rid of the headphone jack on mm. the iPhone. And sure, they gave reasons. It helped with waterproofing, bigger mm. battery, etc., mm-hmm. all that stuff. And they firmly believe in a wireless future. Mm-hmm. So why do you have that 3.5mm on the new MacBook Pro? That's, why? That's I mean, those yeah, four because, type C posts. Because, Sebastian, have you ever tried to pair uh, Bluetooth headphones to a MacBook? It is a sorry, sorry really? experience. The oh, Bluetooth, really? I don't know what it is, if there's interference Never from, really from the machine. Really, it's yeah? dreadful. Okay. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, I. It's, it's just you. There's no range on them. There's huh. signal drop all the time. Yeah, it's a. It's a. I can't even say the <laughs> word online. <laughs> but yes. Uh, sat, yeah. So I think maybe that's it. I mean, sure. I'm sure you know they've got great engineers working for them. That's a problem that they could solve. Sure. But it's funny that they didn't. Weird. Particularly after making yeah. such a song and dance exactly. about about exactly. that. Um, 
who knows? I mean, clearly they felt that uh, you still needed wide headphones for. I Mac guess so. It would have been seen. even better if they included a pair of wide <laughs> headphones in with the MacBook, and then everybody like, "What is going on here?" But yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be like you said. It'll be interesting to see what the future of headphones is because the the market now is so fragmented. Hmm. You, what you have, Lightning, you have USB C, yep. and you have three point three point five exactly. And I think, unfortunately, at the end of the day, that Lightning is going to lose out. Um, I don't think we'll see that many lightning headphones, okay. to be honest. And people will go uh, Bluetooth, um, oh, which is, sorry, four. So lightning, Bluetooth, right. USB-C, and right. 3.5. Right. And I think that the, the Bluetooth and possibly... Type-C? Yeah, Type-C are going to be the winners. So clearly. we're going to need a dongle for lightning to Type-C now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good luck to On that. that note, I guess we're going <laughs> to let you guys uh, yeah. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed the first episode. Yes, thanks um, for joining us. Absolutely. We don't even know if we're going to publish this or not. No, we'll We thought see. we'd do a trial run today. Yes, if it but goes... But I think it went well. I, I kind right. of enjoyed, enjoyed this conversation. Yeah. And I think if people want to get in touch with you uh, on Twitter, where yeah, can they I'm get you? I'm Aja Farali, A-J-A-F-F-A-R-A-L-I, and Mike, you cool. are... Yeah, I'm at Mike Priest. Yeah, let us know. If you if you do end up hearing this, let us know what you think. Absolutely. We're always open to a, a constructive criticism. We, yeah, we need to find a, a name for the podcast and some music. Sure. Some intro music. Sure, I'm sure if you can come up with a name, we could probably come up with a prize for you. How about that? Hey, that sounds yeah, good. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Cool. All right. Cheers. See you next time. <laughs>